This Week in Hearthstone is a fan-made news podcast created by Ryan Kubo. All articles are publicly available news articles, and all news articles are credited in the podcast audio as well as in the show notes. No profit is made off of this show and was purely created to give personal opinions and insight into the game of Hearthstone. What's up, everyone? How's it going? Ryan here, back again with a special episode of This Week in Hearthstone. Uh, This is episode number five. I just got back from BlizzCon a few uh, hours ago, I guess. It's pretty local to my house, so I've been kind of chilling. I do want to preference this episode by just saying I apologize if my voice is not on point or if my energy is not as high level. Pretty long weekend of doing things around the convention center and all that good stuff. So I do apologize if I'm not up to speed or if uh, my voice kind of sounds a little bit weird. Or just a lack of energy. I am pretty tired, even though I got a good solid uh, sleep. It does feel like um, my body is like realizing what happened, what I put it through. So if I do have to take a little bit more breaks for water or whatever it is, then I do apologize. Um, so just wanted to do this special episode because uh, Hearthstone is going to get pretty, or at least this week in Hearthstone and Hearthstone in general is going to get a lot of news coming up um, probably soon. And uh, already at BlizzCon, we had about 20 card announcements that ended up happening. And so because of that, I didn't want to make the episode super long on Thursday, just in case even more cards are announced. So I did want to um, go through uh, the announcements today with you guys in the special episode, uh, just purely focus on the BlizzCon announcements and the cards that were announced there as well. And then starting on Thursday and the following Thursday's episodes might be a bit longer for about a month or so until the expansion is released and then we'll go back to the normally scheduled programming. Uh, Before we start though uh, as always don't forget to follow and subscribe to us on Spotify and iTunes. It's the best way to keep up to date with us and to get all the information you need from an audio standpoint. If you follow or subscribe as well keep in mind that you will be able to um, not you will be able to download the episodes automatically or get a notification automatically when a new episode is live on either of those platforms. Um, So keep that in mind. Uh, Also, I will say for uh, audio listeners, um, you may want to head over to Shigeo's Twitch TV, S-H-I-G-E-O-S, Twitch TV, all one word, all lowercase, or twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo, all lowercase, no spaces, um, because... I will be talking about the cards that are coming out. I will try my best to show off the cards, talk about the cards, and um, give you as much detail. But if you guys are visual learners, you may want to go there because when I do stream, uh, I do record it for VODs and everything. So if you need the visual for these cards, um, yeah, that'll be a lot easier. But at the same time, I will try my best to um, appease to you audio people and explain to you what the cards are. Anyway, so let's get started. Just a quick reminder before we really get into the meat of the potato things. Reminder that it is a new month, so that means a new uh, season is starting in Hearthstone, which means that it is season 56, and it is called the Moon, or the card back you get is called the Moonwell-themed card back. So it's, um, it just says this month the Night Elves are getting more some more love with Moonwell card back. Win five ranked games in November, and you'll receive your very own place to keep some water for the well of eternity so keep that in mind it's probably the last oh it's not probably it is the last season for um 
the Boomsday meta, so keep that in mind. Remember to jump in, just win five games in either Wild Ranked or Standard Ranked, uh, and you will get your card back. So keep that in mind. I'll probably make a reminder sometime at the end of the month as well to remind you guys if you didn't do so already. Well, <laughs> that being said, uh, let's move on to the meat and potatoes of what we're all here for this podcast for. BlizzCon 2018 was this past weekend, and we got some announcements of Hearthstone. Pretty much everything that you would expect from a Hearthstone uh, announcement. They didn't uh, announce any UIs or anything like that, but they did announce um, that there is a new expansion coming out. So pretty much what everyone expected there to be. Um, so just quick overview of that. It is called Rostikon's Rumble, a troll-themed um, expansion set in, uh, I think, Stranglehorn Vale. Uh, the expansion launch date is going to be December 4th, so keep that in mind that that's coming up pretty soon, so definitely save that gold and stuff as well. They did announce a couple of things as well briefly. They um, announced um, that there's 135 new cards. There is a new keyword called overkill, which means if you deal more damage than you need to kill a minion, you get a bonus. Uh, one of the cards that we'll be going into later is a weapon that has four attack. And let's say you kill a Serenite, and it has the text that reads, you make attack again. So, because it has four attack, if you kill anything that has three or less health, for example, a Serenite Chain Gang, it will activate and you'll be able to use the weapon again. So that is the new keyword. Pretty interesting. Gives a bonus if you overkill, which makes sense. Pretty self-explanatory. Um, there is also a new... I guess card mechanic or cards in general called spirits and they're a type of minion that each class has and they get to stay stealth for one turn all spirits are um i guess class based at least from what we know we do not know if there's any neutral ones and they are all rare so keep in mind that they will be um two in every deck if people decide to run those um and then also there's these um legendary class cards called Loa, which are pretty much the gods or spiritual ancestors of um, the class, and they are all very unique as well. We'll be getting into those soon. Um, a couple of things to remember. Uh, the freebies for uh, Razakhan's Rumble will be a legendary class card and two spirits for your Loa's class I and six card packs. Uh, there's no word if this is going to be RNG or whatever, but say that you get a Paladin or something like that, you will get the Paladin Loa uh, class legendary, and then you will get two rares for that Paladin class because it randomly gave you Paladin. No confirmation if you'll be able to pick and choose your Loa, or if it's just going to be you log in on launch day or the week of launch, and you'll be able to get those uh, randomly, right? So we'll have to see from there. Um, also, kind of uh, the last thing that they announced about it is that there is two bundles coming out for uh, Rostakhan's Rumble. You can either buy one of them, or you can buy two, uh, both of them. So the first one is called the Challengers Bundle. You'll get a card back that's called Ready to Rumble, and you'll get 17 card packs, and that will cost you $20. For $50, you will get an alternate Shaman Hero, called King Rostikon, so kind of like the same thing they did with Mechadraxx's last expansion, just a cosmetic new hero. And you will get 50 card backs, card packs and the card back. So 
those are the two deals that you can get for pre-ordering. Um, obviously, it does seem like they're going with the compare and contrast model, and they're just like, get the $50 one. The $20 one is not as worth it, <laughs> right? Because that gives you $17. Um, so it's like a compare and contrast thing, definitely to boost people up to go to the Rostikon Rumble so you can get the alternate hero and all that stuff. Keep in mind that Hearthstone has never really brought back alternate heroes or card backs before. So if you do not pre-order uh, you know, the $50 bundle, you most likely will never see the alternate hero again. So keep that in mind if you want to uh, spend your money. And like I said earlier, save your gold as well. So we have a ton of cards that were announced. We had four cards that were announced at the... Um, opening ceremony, and then we have uh, 12 other cards that were announced during a What's New panel. Uh, what I plan to do is just kind of go through each one of them one by one. 99% um, of these cards I have never seen before, so I'll give you guys a description of the card, talk about it for a bit, and uh, just give what my first thoughts or initial thoughts of that card are. Um, so just keep that in mind that most likely I'll be wrong on a lot of my card reviews and a lot of the cards that we are seeing. Uh, first up, we have a new Paladin Legendary card called Shirvala the Tiger. It is a beast minion. It uh, costs 25 mana, has 7 attack, 5 health. It has a card text that reads Divine Shield Rush Lifesteal. Costs 1 less for each mana spell, each mana spent on spells um i don't think that this card is going to be very good um it's pretty cool that um it costs one less for each mana you spent on spells but paladin spells are not uh they're good but since it starts at 25 mana to play you would need to play a good bulk of mana to get this card down on the board once it's down on the board because it's a minion and it's a beast, I feel like there's going to be a lot of ways to counter it. Especially um, lower decks are going to, I don't know, be be counterable, I think. Unfortunately, I don't think that the lowers are going to take off, but you know, maybe they will. Um, unfortunately, though, it does seem like um, it's going to be... If it can get returned to your hand in some way or somehow, you're pretty much going to have like a dead card in your hand. So, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's going to be that playable. Uh, next up, we have a, another card called uh, Sulzars. It's a 6-mana 4-4 four, four, uh, warrior weapon, and it's an epic. And the card text says, Overkill. You may attack again. So this is the card that I was kind of talking about earlier, where if you kill something and you overkill it, you're able to swing again. It reminds me of Fool's Bane and a little bit more expensive, I believe, than Fool's Bane. But I think that this will actually be a pretty good card in general. I definitely think that Warriors need those weapons in their decks, and I think this is going to be one of the staple weapons that is definitely going to be around and uh, utilized a lot by them. Um, next up, we have a neutral card called Shark Fin Fan. Uh, he is a 2-mana common Pirate card with two attack and two health with the card text that reads, after your hero attacks, summon a 1-1 one, one pirate. Um, from what the comments said and from what I initially uh, think of the card, I think that it will be pretty good for maybe Arena, but I'm not really sure how well it will be for um, 
constructed. I don't know, maybe we'll get another type of pirate meta again. But um, just kind of a side note as well, uh, a lot of this expansion is like trolls and pirates as well, I guess. Um, so I don't know how well this card will do. It's a pretty fun card. I feel like it will be in a lot of like trolled in like fail videos or whatever, but I don't see it being very playable in um, competitive or yeah, in standard, I guess you could say. Um, I could definitely see it being used in arena, but it's yeah. Overall, I think it's a meh card. Um, next up, we have a new rogue card, and it's a uh, Spirit of the Shark. The four mana rare, uh, zero attack, three health, and this is one of those spirits, right? With the card text that reads Stealth for one turn, your minions, battle cries, and combos trigger twice. Uh, I think that if this was a little bit cheaper, it would be a really, really good card, obviously. But for four mana, we're looking at something that's somewhat kind of pricey and kind of balanced, to be honest. I think that's definitely above average card, and it's nice to stealth for one turn, so I'll be able to overwhelm the board uh, pretty quickly. Um, but I think that it's above average for sure. Somewhat balanced as well. Um, I think just the combos trigger twice is going to be super super good and i think they were worried about it being in odd rogue because obviously it's an even card so it will not be utilized in that all right let me get up the next four cards for you guys picking them four at a time so uh next up is a called a card called spirit of the bat it's a warlock card and it is a two mana zero three. Um, just FYI, all spirit cards are rare, and they are also zero attack, three health. But this one is also stealth for one turn after your friendly minions die. Give a minion in your hand one one. Um, yeah, I don't like hand. I don't really care or like hand buff warlock. Right? Uh, I just never really preferred it that much. I don't think that this card is going to be utilized very much at all, and I definitely think that it's going to be some type of like fun type of utilized deck or whatever the comments are kind of talking about that as well but um you know you're looking at something that like zoo like zoo is aggro and that's what a lot, what a lot of people play so you're not looking at something that um is going to be utilized in that way as all even in even warlock i don't see a place for this i could be wrong but yeah overall doesn't seem like a very good spirit uh next up we have a new warlock legendary card it's uh, Hire Eek the Bat. Uh, it is a 8-mana legendary beast with 1 attack and 1 health. With the card text, it reads Battle Cry. Fill your board with copies of this minion. Once again, um, I think that this is trying to utilize the card that we just saw previously, the Spirit of the Bat, to be able to like um, just summon a bunch of these, right? And have them like continually buffed up. It seems that like from the cards are showing off at least the mechanic they're trying to go with warlock this time around is um hand buff warlock or something weird like that uh once again don't think that this card is going to be good at all um when there was like the discard warlock or whatever back in the day with the quest you know it wasn't that good because there was kind of no point in completing the quest because you could usually kill your opponent before then um you know, so for me, this doesn't seem like it's going to be a good legendary at all. I would almost say this is almost like an instant dust. Um, I also want to kind of 
jump in here and also comment that keep in mind that a lot of these cards as well are just here to show off like new mechanics so a lot of the cards that we're getting from this first reveal are not going to be anything that are going to be like super impressive uh, next up we have a new priest spell called surrender to manis madness it's a three mana spell it has a card text that says destroy three of your mana crystals give all minions in your deck plus two plus two i think that this card is going to be like really really good i don't know though how you're able to destroy three of your or okay i understand what it's saying sorry it's kind of like the opposite of like um, a nourish or whatever so for three mana let's say you have 10 you play this on three which isn't going to happen but um, you would go back down to 7 mana, and then you would have to regain those mana crystals over the next 3 turns. Uh, but it gives all your minions in your deck plus 2, plus 2. I think that this could be actually... It's hard to say, right? This is going to be one of those cards that's either really, really, really good, and we're going to see some type of like aggro priest or something like that, or it's going to be really, really, really bad. Because for 3 mana, you're getting a huge benefit. And I think that benefit does outweigh the cost of what it sacrifices you, but it does sacrifice you 3 mana crystals, and you lose a ton of tempo, right? You have plus two, plus two in everything in your deck when already like cards like uh, Kalisoth give like, you know, whatever buffs. And I, so I think that this might be really, really good, but I wouldn't be surprised if this card just comes out and it's just complete trash. Um, I'm gonna say it's above average for sure, borderlining on a really, really good card. Um, so we'll have to see what Priest has to offer us as well. And to be fair, Priest does have a lot of like, tempo type of stuff with like its healing and its stabilization so it might be a good card to uh to have um next up we have a new paladin card immortal prelate the two mana epic minion one attack and three health that says death rattle shuffle this into your deck it keeps any enchantments it's pretty much just an astral tiger right uh it could be really good with call to arms but I don't think that this card's gonna be good at all. It's gonna be part of like some type of deck though, where it just keeps funneling these things over and over and over and over again until like you just opponent. I can definitely see this being like a fun deck to play, but I don't think that this is gonna be a deck or a card that's gonna be in any type of like really serious deck. All right, let me get the next four up for you guys. Uh, next up, we have uh, a Warlock spell. It's an 8-manic epic called Void Contract with the card text that reads, destroy half of each player's deck. Um, I think that this is like a disguised toast card or whatever. Um, I don't think that... Like, why would a Warlock want to destroy half of each player's deck? I don't really see what the usefulness of this would be. Um, I just think it's a meme card, to be honest. I can't think off the top of my head if there's any scenario where I'd want to destroy half of my deck and half of my opponent's deck, especially since I'm usually the one hitting fatigue first because of life tapping and stuff like that. So, cool concept, cool card, but I definitely think that this is an epic you wouldn't want to get. Uh, next up, we have a druid card called Savage Striker. The two mana, two three, common minion. With the card text that reads battle cry deal damage to an to an enemy equal enemy sorry deal damage to an enemy minion equal to your hero's attack so i mean it's going to be really good if you have something like bite 
you have something where you hear a power first and you can get that one damage off or whatever, or you have Claw or something that already buffs up their attack a lot or Savage Roar or whatever, I think that it's going to be um, a really good card for like late game, but it's not going to have any usefulness in the early game as well. Overall, though, I think that it's a pretty good card and can be utilized uh, pretty well, though, uh, in general. Uh, next up, we got some new Hunter cards. We got uh, uh, one mana, one attack, one health, beast minion called Springpaw. With the card text that reads Rush, Battlecry, add a 1-1 one, one links with Rush to your hand. Um, yeah, I think that this is going to replace something like Alley Cat or some of the 1-1s one that Hunters are desperately needing right now. Um, you know, since cards are going to be rotating out or whatever, but... Uh, you know, and also with Dire Mole and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I like that they're bringing back the Rush mechanic. I think that we kind of all assumed that it would be a mechanic that they would be reusing over and over and over again, which is good. Uh, you know, one of the things I have in Hearthstone is that they introduce a mechanic and then it's never reused again because they want to keep it to the uniqueness of that set. It's fine, but I do like this. Uh, yeah, I think that it's going to, you know, it's not going to be an OPOP card, but I think it's going to be a very good card. Uh, you know, just play it on turn one. Not like a firefly, right? Uh, even if you don't get that rush value out, it's fine. If you do, then awesome. But uh, overall, good card. Uh, next up, we have a new hunter spell called Baited Arrow. It's a five mana common spell. It says, uh, with the card text that reads, deal three damage, overkill, summon a five five devil sword. People are saying that this card is um, like bad, but I think that this is actually one of the best cards in the set so far for a spell or whatever um it costs a little too much is my concern but for five mana you're dealing three damage on probably a low priority target or something that has low health right um as long as it has two health or less like it's really it's really hard you have to be two health or less but then if you do you do summon a five five devil slur i want to say it's average i it depends on what type of deck you're really playing against. Uh, I don't know how right I am on this one, but I do feel like Overkill is meant to bait and kill, um, like aggro or whatever, right? Because there's punishments for reoccurringly, uh, or Overkill, you know, benefits low health minions for the most part, right? They're not going to make like a super strong overkill, like seven or eight attacks, and then anything with seven health or lower, you get the overkill, right? They're going to do it to people who have really, or minions that have lower attacks. So I feel like it's to counter aggro. That being said, I think that it's average. I think it could be really good though in the right circumstances, but I'm going to play it on the safe side and say this is a, you know, an, an average type of card. Let me get the last four cards up here. Uh, so next up, we have a new shaman spell called Reign of Toads. It's six mana. It's a common rarity. It has a card, dex card text that says summon three, two, four toads with taunt. Overload three. Uh, Comments are saying one thing, I'm kind of feeling another thing or whatever. Uh, you know, the first thing that you think of uh, when you see this card is I'm going to need Mossy Horror, right? Because of its ability and that Shaman gets Spreading Plague, which is going to upset a lot of people, including myself. Um, 
I think overall it's going to be pretty good in like Shutterwalk decks to stall them out and stuff like that because now Shaman has something other than Serenite Chain Gangs to be able to stall out to get their Shutterwalk out uh, and it overloads by three, which overload isn't that much of a punishment anyway because you're most likely going to be using like, yeah, I think that this card is above average. I think it's pretty decent. Um, and I could definitely see it being uh, slid into certain um, decks, especially Shadowwalk. Next up, we have a new mage card called uh, Pyromaniac. Side note, if you guys, like I said, listening in audio, this guy's like goblin with like a fireball in his hand, fire torch, and his hair is on fire. He looks really cool. The card art for this looks really neat. But uh, it's a three mana, three mana, three, four, uh, con or rare minion. With the hero power that's or with the card text that says whenever your hero power kills a minion, draw a card. Probably not worth it, unfortunately. Um, it's probably going to be really good in arena, but uh, to play this for three mana, have this on the board. The stats are like average, and then the uh, the effect it has whenever your hero power kills a minion, draw a card. So most likely like a one mana ping. Or like one damage ping, like eh, you, then you draw a card. For, it will be really good in arena, I think. I don't think that this is a constructed card though at all. Uh, next up we have a uh, mage legendary minion called Hexlord Malacres. It is a eight mana five five with the card text that reads Battlecry. Add a copy of your opening hand to your hand, except this card. I think that it's. I think that this could be good. I really do because you're going to be playing this in the late game, which is fine. But then um, depending on what turn you go, right, um, you're going to be able to draw either three cards or four cards. I'm assuming, I, and I don't know confirmation on this. Maybe someone can tell me in the future. But I'm assuming that this will also add the coin to your hand if you've gone second, which is pretty valuable in mages. I can see this being played. Uh, it, it's kind of like just card generation, and card generation is always fairly powerful. In Hearthstone, uh, and so I would say that it's something that could be utilized definitely uh, in mages. I, I would give this an above average. Um, the last card we ended up getting is a rogue spell called Cannon Barrage. It's uh, six mana and epic rarity, and has a card text that says deal three damage to a random enemy. Repeat for each of your pirates. Don't know why, but they're doing like pirate rogue or something like that. Um, we don't know all the pirate sets yet. That's the problem. So we don't know how good that this card is going to be, how many pirates Rogue are going to get, etc. But, um, yeah, I think that, um, and also it says random enemy, right? So that's one of the things as well, is that, um, it doesn't say minion. So if it says enemy, that means it can go face as well. So for whatever reason, you have a ton of pirates on board, they don't have many minions on the board, you play this, you know, you could do up to like 21 damage, right? And most of that could go face, possibly. Be really good. So I think that this card is going to be good, but it all depends on what type of new pirate synergy we get for Rogue this time around. But yeah, guys, that is it for the 16 cards that were announced for uh, Rastakhan's Rumble so far. Uh, like I said, if you are an audio listener, I would highly, highly suggest going to the show notes and checking out the websites that I use to get these cards. Or I would suggest going to my VODs on Twitch or YouTube. Check those things out as well. 
Um, we will be getting more cards over the next coming weeks since the expansion does come out in a month. So every Thursday we'll have a little section here where we'll talk about the new cards, obviously. Probably save it for last. Um, I did want to do one last thing, though. The last article for the day is that they did detail the upcoming solo content uh, during a keynote, and it was pretty cool. Uh, it looks pretty neat. Uh, go Definitely go check out the show notes for the full details of this panel at BlizzCon because on top of talking about the new um, solo mode in uh, Hearthstone, they did take a look back at the old school adventures and kind of went through like their design concepts, what they try to do when they make a solo adventure, etc. And I just, there's so much that they, there's so many notes that were taken for it, it would be so long to talk about. So we're only going to talk about the meat and potatoes. But if you guys would like to read up on that, definitely check out the show notes. Um, but yeah, so Rumble Run is what it's called. That's the new solo adventure that's going to happen in Rostacon's Rumble. And it will release on December 13th, nine days after the expansion loss our launch. Uh, so there's a mechanic in the uh, in the solo content called Shrines, and they're passive. They sit on the board giving you a special effect. They can be destroyed, but they will respawn after three turns. Like other solo content recently added to Hearthstone, successful wins lets you add more cards to your deck's run. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, they really want to celebrate each of their team's classes. Overpowered fights had to be done. Uh, you will fight eight opponents, all the other teams. Each team has three shrines and three champions, so your runs won't always be the same, right? So if you choose Shaman, you, there's eight more classes left, right? And then you'll go and face off against all those other classes. Um, uh, Rikar is your champion you play. He evolves over the run. He doesn't have a team to start with. Uh, that's up to you. So then you choose a team, choose all that type of stuff. Uh, you earn a You earn prize fighters for successful clears, and then you pick your own teammates uh, as well. So hero cards, cards put in your deck, etc., etc. And um, if you were at BlizzCon, they allowed you to play in uh, the Champions series or something, which was basically just this Tavern Brawl. So Tavern Brawl version of this solo content will be coming to the general public and outside of uh, BlizzCon. Um, yeah, I actually did play the Tavern Brawl version at BlizzCon, pretty fun got to play against a friend and also got to play against some random people did about three or four times just because the matches go pretty fast has never been to blizzcon before when they let you demo the game they only allow you to play one game and then you have to uh go back in line which is fine totally understand but you know some games were pretty short but i did about three or four times um there's definitely cards in in here that seem pretty op and I'm not sure how many of the cards I saw were available, are going to be in the actual main set. But they even warned you about that. They're like, cards you see, like before you fight, they're like, cards you see here may or may not be in Rastakhan's Rumble. So it was hard to tell what was in what was not. I played a pretty interesting Warlock deck where I had the, a shrine that said that every time I take damage, it instead deals that damage to the opponent. So, for example, if I played Flame Imp, instead of it doing three damage to me, it would do three damage to the opponent. So that was pretty cool. I also played a Mage where um, my spell power was determined by how many cards I had in my hand. Stuff like that. So it was pretty interesting uh, to play, and it kind of gave me a little sneak peek, or a little taste of, um, of what the solo content will be. But yeah, guys. Um, anyway, that was it for this special episode of This Week in Hearthstone. 
just kind of wanted to go over everything really quickly uh, with you guys and give you a special episode since the expansion just came out. I also didn't want Thursday episode, Thursday's episode to get super, super long because we don't know what other announcements are going to be announced. Maybe Thursday's episode will be super short, but I'm glad I did this episode uh, today. Um, as always, guys, you can find me at uh, various social media sites, but you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. All those are Ryan Kubo, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O, no spaces, all lowercase. If you would like to check out the VODs for this audio podcast, you can go to Shigeos Twitch TV. That's all lowercase, no spaces, S-H-I-G-E-O-S-T-W-I-T-C-H-T-V. And, of course, if you want updates on it just This Week in Hearthstone itself, you can go check out the This Week in Hearthstone Twitter, which is uh, at TWI Hearthstone. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for uh, being here. Let me know through Twitter, through other social media, what you thought about Rostacon's Rumble. And uh, we will be back with our regularly scheduled broadcast of This Week in Hearthstone this Thursday. Take it easy, guys. Peace.